Cause Curry back in his bitch, what's up? Welcome to the show, you already know It's the Good Guys Podcast, we about to blow Me and Steve out here with the unmatched flow Just some black young kings who had to blow They really out here doing their thing Good Guys team, we can use another brain Coming at you faster than a king Griffey swing, throw down a LP Now watch them swing Go ahead and name a duo better Welcome to the show, you already know, it's the Good Guys Podcast, we about to blow, come on through and listen to the word, come on through and listen to the word, welcome to the show, you already know, it's the Good Guys Podcast, we about to blow. Let's start the show. Here. What's good? Wagwan, my bro. Chilling. What's good, my brother? How you feeling, bro? Feeling blessed. I mean, it. it's been a minute. It's been a minute. How y'all doing? Sorry, we've been delayed for a couple of weeks, but there's been a lot of current events, and we each wanted to make sure we had every current event before we get on here. And I think we have every current event for you guys today. In today's episode, of the Good Guys Podcast with, I'm your host, Stephen Brown. I'm your other host, Brandon Royster. Welcome to the Good Guys Podcast. Today's the one episode, and only. The one and only. Today's episode is going to be jam-packed. We're going to be talking about some key topics, some topics you might not want to hear, but we got to have the talk. We just have to got have to. the talk. We have got to. to. 2020, we got to have those uncomfortable talks. I mean, I feel like that's just been a theme the whole year. Might as well and, uh, keep it going. Right. And before we start anything, I want to give my uh, prayers and condolence to Chad. Chad Bolsewick's uh, family for his tragic loss we just suffered from last Friday. Black 100%. Panther, you will be missed. I also want to give uh, condolences to Cliff Robinson's family. You will be missed too also. And to uh, the late, great George Thompson the second, uh, Georgia Tech uh, basketball coach. He passed away this past week too. So Georgetown. We Georgetown. Georgetown. So we've lost three iconic, good, influential African American males in this in this trying time. But we're gonna come together. And we're gonna get through this. And also, we'll give uh, my last. I shouldn't be doing this, but my last condolences go out to uh, Jacob Blake's family. Arrest the cops that uh, shot him and Breonna Taylor. Hundred percent. Have to. With that being said, B, take it away. I mean, you you definitely just killed that intro. I'm not going to lie. Appreciate um, it. Let's get right into it. I guess you were, you want to start most recent, Young Nash? Young Nash. Yes, let's start with Young Nash. So for all, you, for all you out there that don't know, my man, Steve, Canadian Nash, is now an NBA head coach. Captain Canada. <laughs> Captain Canada. He's coaching now. He just accepted four year deal with the Brooklyn Nets, my new favorite team. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Laughing at what you just said, my new favorite team. Because you've been a diehard Knickerbocker fan your whole life. 
at at some point you have to understand that pain is all around us and you should not subject yourself to pain where you don't have to. And I mean, I, I don't have to be a Knicks fan. I've just always True. chose to be one right. and I'm tired of this pain. I'm tired of this agony. And I'm I mean, losing. don't get me wrong. I'm, you're a Browns fan. So, you know, you understand. I do. I do. Sadly. Shout but out to the Browns. Un- exactly. Shout out to the Browns. But until the Knicks get good, I'm about to take my happy go lucky ass right across the bridge to Brooklyn. And we about to root from bedside in the Kooji. Have to, but yeah, man. How do you feel about uh Steve Nash getting the call up? I am happy that Steve Nash got a job, first coaching job, no coach experience, whatever. But his basketball mind is out of this world. Like he probably probably has one of the most craziest basketball minds to play the sport we've ever seen play in a while. So shout out to him. But the only issue I have. With Steve Nash getting a job is, I want to know, did Sean Marks, who played with Steve Nash in Phoenix for two seasons, for, for some of you guys who don't know, did Mark Jackson, Tyron Lou, were they interviewed? Were they in discussion? Were they in talks? Like, what's the deal? Like, because last time I checked, Tyron Lue got a chip, right? He's got half a chip, yeah. He's got half a chip, 2016. He coached the team. Bron did the rest. Playing in the Lakers, sure. so he he has a championship. So that's on his resume. Steve Nash, does he have one as a player? No, no, no shade. Just giving out facts. Wasn't he the first or one of the first people to do back to back MVPs? Yes, he beat Shaq out that year in 05 when Shaq should have got it. But that's another story for another day. I'm not going to get into that with you guys because I don't know how y'all feel about that. I don't even know if some of you guys sure. were really watching basketball back then when before like how it is now, but Steve Nash did, has, does that on his repertoire. And if we go to Mark Jackson, the man who just basically built the dynasty that we see now in Golden State, like without that man's leadership and fellowship to young Clay, young Steph, and Monte, I don't know. Hey, I mean, let's be real. Would the Warriors be where they're at today without uh, Mark Jackson as their first coach? Probably not. I don't think so. Probably not. I mean, I agree with you. I definitely under. I mean, I, I feel like they had came out and said they were looking at Ty Lue. They were. They said like early, this, yeah. like before, like uh, when uh, they had just fired their coach. I think they talked about Tyron Lue or his and name he, popped and their, up. And their coach who they fired, he's a he's he's a he's going to be Steve Nash's top head assistant. So that's a good that's a good bargain for them. Yeah. I like you said, though, I just want to know what's going on with Mark Jackson. Man's been commentating for what? Seven years now, at least? It's been a while. It's been some, it's been some years. Like He's added on at least... it got to be five or six. It's got to be at least five or six. Because the Warriors' first championship was what, 2015? Yes. 2014, he probably got fired. 2014 is when he got fired. Probably. Yeah. So five or six years he's been in the booth. But don't get me wrong, Mama. There goes that man right there. I love hearing that every day. I love hearing that. But I need to see my man. That's the thing. Is it that he just doesn't want to coach and he's not accepting interviews and he doesn't want to come out and say he's not accepting interviews? Like, I just feel like he's on TV every other day. No, literally, he's in the bubble right now. He's on every other day in the bubble. 
he can't even come out and say, hey, yeah, this is why I'm, how come I didn't get a job for here? Or how come I didn't get an interview for here or a call here? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. at least let us know, hey, they're fucking me. Or, hey, I don't want to coach. I'm cool doing this. I get to see my family. There's no stress. Travel, watch basketball. You literally get paid to watch basketball and talk to For players. free, for free, every day. But I know he was on first take during the pandemic, and he said, like, he still is passionate about coaching. He knows what he did wrong Golden State. He knows what he can do to improve his coaching. I'm like, the man's saying all the right things. He's going to get that phone call. Like, he wants to yeah, – He's got to get He wants to coach. Call. He, he, he got to get it. Like, Ty Lue. Ty Lue was on a Cavs, Cavs bench. He was he was assistant coach to uh, David Blatt. David Blatt got the boot midseason. Ty Lue, he was next in line, took us to the chip, got the job. I mean, and then uh, the year after Kyrie left, things got hacked. Ty Lue got the boot. And he got a job. He's back with Doc. Like he's, Ty Lue's on the bench. Coaching, he's he's getting, he's gonna do something he loves. Not smart guys didn't get to do what he loves, but I'm sure he'd rather be coaching than commentating a basketball game every night. Yeah, I'm sure. But then again, we never know. He might truly love coaching, but he also might truly love the freedom you get with commentating. You know what I mean? You can't really share your straightforward opinion when you're a coach because the NBA finds you and says it's tampering. I hate that. You know what I mean? So that's the only rule about the NBA I hate is tampering. Like tampering happens every day in the NBA. If we're gonna be completely honest with each other. Hundred percent. Coaches can't talk to each other summer, but players can text each other all season. Yeah, bro. Like so when this October NBA free agency happens, you trying to jump out of my team, like Yeah, you trying to come over? We need you. I know you're tired of losing over there in Milwaukee. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I ain't gonna say no names. Hey now, y'all, y'all smart. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know without knowing. Who? I mean, I got inside. I got inside scoop, but I ain't gonna tell you who my inside scoop is. I feel that. I keep my. I keep my source under wraps. Right too. I mean, this is a great segue or a great. Uh, we're talking about this coaching. I know you heard what Stephen A. said. Stephen A has been going off for two days straight, ladies and gentlemen. Two days straight about like he's all for Steve Nash getting the job, but he's just upset. Like, what's up, y'all? Like, white coaches, no offense. White coaches in the NBA, NFL, college, they always they have the upper hand on African Americans or minority coaches because I I really I generally don't know why. Like, no offense, like what do they have that what do they do as a coach that another race can't do? Let's be honest. Let's have that talk. I don't know. I don't know. What do they? What do they? What do they do? Like what? Like don't get me wrong. Bill Belichick, spectacular. Boom. That's a great example as a as a good coach. But if we go to a la Freddie Kitchens, who was you can't compare those two. All right. Um, Bill Belichick is arguably probably he's going to end up being like one of the greatest football coaches to ever step on the sideline. So Freddie like Kitchens that, that, had a great idea. Mm-hmm. For a year, and then got the starting or got the head coach job and lost his fucking mind. You can't you compare those much, two. That's like eating too much Denny's. Yeah, that's that's literally not right. a day. All right, so like I'll say this: Coach Pop, Coach K, uh, shit. 
You look at Doc Rivers. Dallas is coach. You look at Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. They're all good coaches. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go all white coaches in the league who are good, and then compared to like some black coaches, Brad Stevens. So, Brad Stevens. He. I mean, hey, they play fundamentally sound over there in Boston. Can't. I can't hate on that. They play great defense. They play fundamentally sound as a team. But Doc's teams, like, hey, Doc was a coach. He he was he had no coaching experience. He got right in there. Orlando had some struggles. Found his way. Went to Boston. Got that shit. Got the got traded basically to the Clippers. We're not gonna say it, but we're basically gonna say he got traded to the Clippers. And then he you know chilling with Kawhi and PG. Like that's a great team if you're a coach. Like man, who wants to play for? Paul George or Kawhi? No, 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 no. Or maybe Lou Will. Like, come on. One of them. He's got options. I definitely, I definitely feel what you're saying, though, man. Uh, I don't know why they don't give African American coaches the look, or maybe a talking or something, anything. Interest, like the reports are saying, like so and so, like Ty Lue's a candidate for like Jimmy or something. Like I've heard, he, I heard Ty Lue and. I heard Ty Lue's a, a, a favorite to get the New Orleans Pelicans job, which would be a good fit for him, actually. Is it? Great fit for him. How so? I th- because, all right, think, let's, look like, let's look at this. Who was our alpha in Cleveland when Ty Lue's our coach? That man, LeBron James. Thank you. And who's the alpha or the up-and-coming alpha in New Orleans? We all know it. We don't need to say it there. Like, if you don't know, it's Zion Williamson. He is... A freak of nature, man, a 6'9", 280, running like a, running like a freaking gazelle on the court, dunking shit. So, he's a, he's a gazelle mm-hmm. for that team. And then the go-to person for the Cavs was Kyrie. The go-to person for the Pelicans, who's an unrestricted free agent this offseason, is B.I. Brandon Ingram. And he knows how to balance out your players to f- play together. And get the job done. So I think it should be great. Tyus young. The team's young. They like to play fast. He likes to coach fast. Boom, right there. I should be a GM. I should be a GM. I like it. I like it. Cleveland, Cleveland, call me. Talk to my agent. They need somebody. I know y'all ain't doing it. So that's you like Tyloo going to New Orleans? Yes. Or who do you like? For the New Orleans job? Yeah. Mm. See, so, like, I'm biased. Like, I think Van Gundy has got to come out of the booth. Jeff or Stan? Which one? They're Jeff. Both, they're both in. Jeff. Jeff? Yeah. Jeff Jeff hasn't coached since the Houston days with T-Mac and y'all. I know. Well, he coached the he coached the the G League uh, FIBA team, but that don't really count as like nothing. No, that's major. not. I'm not hearing that. I think I think I think Jeff would be a solid coach. I think he's got. He might just be too hard of a coach, though. You know what I mean? Just like oh, too old school. Too old yeah, school too old cats. school for these young cats. Um, I think Sam Cassell wouldn't be a bad option. I feel that'd be a great. That'd be I feel a great like coach. he's he's put a lot of work in. As a number two, he deserves it. Sam deserves it. He deserves it. You, you feel me? Like New Orleans is kind of in this rebuilding that. stage. Yeah. So talk about Sam he's solid. He's solid. I think he's. I think he's all right. As you give him a shot, 
You got like they're rebuilding that team. They they got a lot of new up and coming talent. Get them in there on a two year or a four year deal with a two year team option. So after the, the first two, if the team and the him aren't gelling, or if really just him and Zion are gelling, you can get him out of there let after him, two let, years. Let what you know what I mean? Like, because I figure whoever you bring in has got to be the person that's either going to Zion. groom them for the next guy or groom them for a championship. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like New Orleans has got a lot of talent if they could keep people on the roster. Like you Since said, we're talking about yeah. New Orleans, Bi, come on now. Yeah. Most improved player this year. Most improved player this year. Shout out to Duke. Shout out to Brotherhood. Duke. Bull City. But um, since we're talking about New Orleans, I don't want to get off topic real quick. But uh, do if you are the Pelicans, if you are the GM of the Pelicans, are you taking trades for Lonzo Ball? Would you trade him this offseason? Because would you keep him because he's good for your team, or would you trade him because he's a good asset for? Uh, what would you do if I'm the GM of the Pelicans? Yes, what are you doing with Lonzo this summer? Are you trading them or you keeping them? I think they should keep him because he fits that young nucleus. Him and Zion fit really well, but he's a good asset for teams that want to trade him. Mm, I'm probably trading him to New York. He's, his brother's not going to New York, so let, let it go. That's why, that's why he's got to go. They got to put why one more brother there. I think you trade him to New York, bring RJ there, because I feel like I don't know. I, I that's a good question. I feel like uh, no, I I got to keep Lonzo. Him because is his his potential. His his I feel like his ceiling is really high. Yeah, it is. It is. His ceiling is really high. His defense is coming. His defense was already league ready. It's just his offense is taking some time to come on. But we knew that was going to be a, a a thing with him. Yeah, which you're cool with because I feel like his floor isn't that low. But I feel like mm-hmm. he's closer to his floor than his ceiling, so there's all that room for improvement. Yeah, Dame Lillard. Uh, someone tweeted Dame Lillard on Twitter. He said, "Like, who do you think would be a breakout player next season?" He said, "Either Karis LeVert for your Brooklyn Nets now, don't know how, and Alonzo Ball. Two young young players, up and coming, who had pretty good seasons. Besides, I mean, Zoe sucked in the bubble. If we're gonna be honest; he was trash in the bubble. I don't think he's had <laughs> it." No, I don't think he won. I don't think he really. I think he wanted to play. He really wanted to play, but I don't think he was like, like yeah, let's, let's get this dub. Like no, I I think a lot of players got down there and it was something different than they were expecting. Because yeah, you heard what Paul George was saying, how like he was in a dark place and you're going to these games and there's no fans, there's no cheering. But, but come on, like if we're gonna talk about that, like you get paid to play basketball. I get you are a human being, but all you gotta do in the bubble is. Go to practice, find something to do for a couple hours, call your peoples, and you straight. But I, I can see, I can see why you get depressed because it's like you can't go nowhere really. It's like you're being in jail basically. So I see his side. I see. I no, no, no. I, I see it. I'm just saying. Like after him saying that, I could see how like certain players went down there and were trash, or then like certain players went down there, like Book and Dame, and just went Book stupid because so you could just it- sit in your own little world. And just do what you got to do. Yeah. Look what he got me. He went down me in a bubble. He put he put the Suns on the map. Yeah. That would be stupid. He goes if Lonzo goes out there, they need a point guard. Rookie's not cutting it. I don't think. Too old. Rubio. Rubio's too old. Yeah. He was good though, in the Olympic years, and now he just sucks. 
Yes. He does. Speaking of Lonzo, little brother Lamelo. I don't know if you saw. He just joined the Puma team. Puma gang. Rock Mason. Hey, Puma's got a lot of young stars, man. They really do. DeAndre Ayton, Zaire Smith, Marvin Bagley, Vince Carter, Um, even though he's not young. DeMarcus Cousins. Boogie, Kevin Knox, RJ, Kuzma, Danny Green, Rozier. They got got some solid hitters. They could be a good team to play. If you're like, let's play uh, sponsor teams, Puma would give you a good run for your money. If we're playing sponsor teams, I mean, they're not beating Adidas. They're not beating Nike. <laughs> they're not beating Nike. Nike's just a, a standstill of a brand where you can't you can't touch Nike. Yeah, no. Nike Nike's been running shit since since Jordan. When, once they signed Jordan and got that Jordan one shoe, like in the Last Dance documentary, it's been once they signed once they signed Jordan to uh, Nike, it was a wrap for Nike. Nike knew what they were doing. And Jordan even wanted to go to. He didn't even want to sign with Nike. He was originally going to sign with Adidas, which is crazy. Yeah, three stripe, three stripe like my ass. Checks over stripes. That's what I like, bro. Nike. You, I know you saw Nike's uh, ad. They just did that whole fucking Drake video. That whole Drake video was a Nike ad. Like that's where Nike. Sometimes at. we laugh. Sometimes we cry. Now I'm going down. Like that was a dun, whole dun, dun. Drake ad. Baby, yeah, that's I a mean Drake Nike ad. ad. Nike ad. Hundred percent. Drake knew what he's doing. He's smart. I'm mad at it. Go get the bag. There's speculation his album might come out actually next week. Yeah, I heard that. You for it? I mean, I'm for the album. I don't think it's coming out next week, but I'm definitely like teed to hear hear this. We need some new Drake. Certified lover boy. I mean, that I sounds like some light skin shit. Like, I can't wait. I'm a certified lover boy. We're about to go. Uh, yeah, we know. <laughs> I cracked myself up. I yeah, you're know. hilarious. So, <laughs> speaking of the NBA bubble, listen, <laughs> you're funny as fuck. Um, speaking of the NBA bubble, the Philadelphia 76ers. Shout out to G. G is Greg for you guys. I don't know Greg Waller. Shout out to you, man. Shout out, Greg. Diehard Philly fan. Diehard. Who's who's who do you blame? Or what do you blame for the destruction? Or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The pure folding of them year after year. So the pure chokiness of the of the trust the process of the Sixers? Trust the process must mean wait for the $100 bill because that's yeah. how we're about to fold. Like All a $100 right, so bill. Who am I blaming? Yeah. For starters, I'm blaming the fuck out of Brett Brown. And there is no relation to me and Brett Brown for y'all, all y'all out there. We are not related at all. It's not your Brett uncle? Brown, hell no. He's not <laughs> at all. He can't be a coach like that and be my uncle, no. Brett Brown needs to get blamed because he is the coach. He guides the players on what to do every night. You have a game plan. This is the game plan. When your game plan does not work out, what do most coaches do in the NBA or all around the world? When your game plan that you went into the game does not work, what do most coaches do? Please tell me, Brandon. Please tell me. Change it. Change it. But I love Brett Brown, 
he does what? He does not change anything that he went into the game with. He keeps doing the same stupid things. Every, what's been four years, the Sixers have been out of the first round, besides last year when they lost in the Eastern Conference Finals? Um, I think like, it's something like, lost, like three out of four or something like that. They were yeah. talking, they said. I'm blaming him. He's a coach. He's supposed to make adjustments. Supposed to tell Ben Simmons, shoot the ball or go in the hole. Pick or do both. Joel and B, quit shooting so many freaking threes. You're not a guard. You are a postman. You could you could levitate it out like some shooting, some post. But Joel and B, I, mean, I watched this game for the bubbles. He falls in love with that three and just shoots it, shoots it, shoots it, no matter what. I'm like, B, you a footer. Get in the paint. Get in the paint. You taught everybody to court. What you doing? <laughs> Sorry. How get that out? Man's a footer shooting threes every day. Come on, now, bro. Brett Brown, as a coach, what are we supposed to do? Timeout, Joe. Get your ass in the paint. Ben, shoot the ball. Or shit, look the shoot. And then I'm blaming Joe B for once he said trust the process, I knew it was a rap from there. Like, trust the process. Trust the process of losing. You don't believe in trust the process? I did for a, a year and not no more. I don't believe that. So Brett Brown is it. He, 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 that's who you got to blame? Brett Brown, Joe B, and Benson. It was all three of them. But the biggest blame goes to Brett Brown. Brett Brown, this is your fault, but you are not. No, I'm sorry you lost your job. I wish you had your job, but you lost it because you made no adjustments. Sorry. I mean, once they lost Ben Simmons, what was the game plan? Get Joe and B the ball, and what happened? He did not get the ball. Or when he did get it, he he had no help. No, no, no I'm not for that. Who are you blaming? Oh, I'm definitely blaming... Brett Brown as well, but I'm also blaming Elton Brand. You're not blaming Elton Brand. Stop it. Bro, 100%. Why? That's what you put together? He didn't put that together. He did not put that together. Do not see Bro, what thing. do you mean? He threw a whole bag at uh, um, Tobias? Al Horford and Tobias. Tobias. Al Horford, look what he's done. He, should, he needed to retire. Like, I don't, <laughs> he's, like, he's I don't like, understand why they signed him. I don't know why he's old. He's not young anymore. I mean, he's a big body, but like, you don't play two bigs in the post unless you're the Lakers and, and can run. Like, if you're agile as a big, you're good. Al Horford is not agile at all. Bro, I just don't get it. Uh, I'm going Elton Brand. I'm going Brett Brown because I feel like he's a solid coach. He just thinks it's just going to work out, which. No, uh, <laughs> and I'm moving. Jim, I'm moving. Joel, so so the best offer you're taking Joel out. Like if you get the best offer, Joel, you're, you're trading. Well, yeah, I'm probably taking the best offer. I mean, the I'm, either, are- I'm either taking the best offer or I'm taking anything to where he goes out west. You don't want him in the East. If you trade him and keep him in the East, he's going to just kill y'all every day. Or that lets you know we don't respect you or think you'll be there when it counts. So, yeah. here you go. But I think I mean, him in Miami would be crazy. 
Miami. Speaking of Miami, we can talk about Miami right now. Hey, them boys looking real. It's the best team in the East. Giannis is struggling. That is the best team in the East. 100%. 100% as the best team in the East. Running through this, running through Miami with my woes. 100%. Getting Jimmy straight Buck, to it. Getting right to it. The Bucks is playing, on a, playing a cup, cup, ball, cup, cup, cupcake ball in the regular season. That was the that was postseason when the Rough Riders come out. They don't know how to adjust. That cupcake ball. <laughs> Cupcakes, man. I'm trying to tell you. They play they played everybody in the league, but it's the regular season is a cupcake regular season. Let's be honest. You get your you get your some good games, you get your some like damn bro, you all got blown out games. And then you get to the postseason, first round, it's like uh, first round almost is like cupcake. If you were first seed, you're playing a cupcake. A C they they just got in the playoffs. So they're a cupcake team. Who the who the Bucks play? The Magic. Come on now. Cupcake Team Central. They're young as shit. They got a cupcake first team. Lost. They play, they're playing the Miami Heat Rough Riders. Shout out to uh, Pat Riley. Man, Pat man, Riley man. always man, put together teams. Man, it's a godfather. Godfather. Flick back here. He looks like a godfather. Every time I see him, I'm like, man, that's a godfather. He must be in a mob or something. <laughs> <laughs> He gotta be cause like he coached in, he's coaching L.A., New York, and Miami, three mob cities. Come on now, read read the context clues. Yeah, I'm I'm for that. I'm for that conspiracy. I'm, I'm, I'm buying there. that. Hundred percent. I'm putting that right. He's definitely getting some type of mafia. Man's a genius. Yeah, he's a. He's always. I just feel like he's got like one of the best basketball minds. He's like, up there with like Phil Jackson, like Phil. Phil minds filthy too. Yeah, he's he's crazy. But you know, I think Miami. Miami hey, do you think Miami sweeps? Man, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that because if they if Miami sweeps the Bucks first day, Giannis is calling his agent That's right after the game. Get me the hell out of here. I got them in five. I got Miami in five. I got them in five, too. Because the yeah. Bucks probably going to win game three. And then it's a, it's like it's like in the playoffs when you get that one win that we don't really talk about and then you get swept. Like You can basically get swept, but you win one game and it'll be like that. Yeah. That's how the, that's how Denver and uh, the Clippers are looking. After, after game one, like, man. Oh, no. That was bad last night. That was terrible. Kawhi was getting mid-range innings. PG looked like PG for once. Didn't look scared. Playoff P? What do you say about playoff P? What? What are you saying about playoff P? No, I'm just saying, like, he looks like playoff P. Finally. It was, it was about time. Seven games? I mean... Yeah. Right. Seven. I mean, he had a he had that one good game in the Dallas series. Luca, Luca is a problem. Luca in your top five after this after this postseason performance. 
Oh, he might be for real. He for real might be. That young, that young man is skilled. Skilled. Luka Magic. Young Bull know how to hoop for real. No. He down and he be talking smack too. Hey, crazy smack. I love it. That's my favorite part about his game. He literally will just talk shit. Like, yeah. They said every time he scores, he yells "and one" in someone's face, and I watched it in the bubble. He scored on uh, Kawhi and one. I'm like, oh, he talking like that. I'm with and it one. though. And one, I'm... young Devin Corey. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Gotta be. Speaking of, uh, while we're still on this NBA bubble, Miami. Uh, Milwaukee game, my uh, series, mob ties. I know you saw what Richard Jefferson said that Giannis might just be a Pippin. Yeah, uh, I think America saw that tweet. I think America <laughs> saw that tweet. Everybody in America saw that tweet. Was like, what the hell? You what, agree? What, what kind of what kind of wine was he drinking? That what kind of wine? I mean. Does he not have a point? He has a point because Giannis really can't shoot. Like, if we're being hundreds and honest, he's not a – he's a rhythm shooter. Like, he has to take a, a – if you watch Giannis play closely, every time he catches the ball at three, he takes a dribble before he shoots. He never just catches shoots. He doesn't have that in his game yet. And at his at his size, like when they close on the, the the middle of, like, the, the paint, he got to be able to shoot. And he can't, you cannot rely on him for that. Right now, he's, he's looking sus. He's looking like a Pippen, but his numbers, I guess regular season numbers, he looks like Jordan. But his playoff numbers right now, he looks like a Pippen. Playoff Pippen, regular season Jordan. I feel it. Sorry, it's kind of same no pressure in the regular season. No, cupcake season. I'm, 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 I'm not going to keep saying it. Cupcake I'm not going to keep saying it. He said it. He let us know. NBA regular season is a cupcake season. Like, the first week is like, damn, I got my legs underneath me. And then after the after you get to, like, what, November, you start hooping a little bit. And then the All-Star game, you don't really see you don't really see good basketball in the NBA until after All-Star break. That's when you really see teams start playing. That's when the playoff push kicks in. That's when guys lock in. Like, that's when you that's have when to lock season. in. Yeah. That's when the cupcake season is over. The icing starts to melt. Yeah, I can start from the cake is damn near gone. So you play until you're a number one seed playing an AC, you're playing a cupcake, unless you're the Portland Trailblazer who's damn near a three seed playing a one seed. Yeah. And then you saw what uh Jay Williams said in return. Yeah, Jay Williams said uh came at Bron's head. He said what did he say about Bron? He said LeBron was one two before he went to Miami with Wade and Bosch. And then my man Brian comes in crazy. He said, say? "I mean, he said, explain to me what the fuck I got to do with this matter." Exclamation point! I'm over here minding my damn business, prepared for Houston. Period. And by the way, I ain't never been nobody but my damn self. Exclamation point! With the king emo- king emoji, shit! Exclamation point! Brian talking stuff. I, I mean, it's a good point. What does he got to do? What does he got to do with it? 
Nothing. LeBron's mind is on his business. Because I, I don't even think he's right either anyway. Because LeBron was losing to like Miami, I mean, um, to Boston and Orlando. He was losing Detroit, to like the same Detroit, two teams. Yeah, Detroit. Detroit. But like Detroit had what? Three superstars going crazy. When he was losing to Boston, they had three superstars going crazy. And the only reason he was getting mopped on by Orlando was because they had a bunch of shooters around a big man. Dwight was that's when Dwight was Dwight Howard. Yeah, Dwight was protecting the rim like, hey, you shall not pass. Like he was going crazy. <laughs> so I definitely don't agree with Sir J. Williams at all. Like, there's no way. No. I feel bad for Houston now. Like, it's not even a, a scary series for y'all. It's going to be five. Lakers, Lakers and five. That's it. I'm saying it. I ain't going Lakers. No if James Harden plays like he played in that game seven, it's going to be Lakers in four. I mean, Lakers in three. Yeah, for real. One, two, three, Cancun. Right. Get the broom Get out. Get back to base. Report to base, Houston. Report to base. Got the TNT crew. Yeah. Crazy. So, this NBA boycott, right? How'd that make right. you feel? Wait, how, did you, how did you How'd you feel about that? I was so happy. I was proud of every NBA player. That I was proud of all the, all the teams in the NBA that boycotted it. For justice, that was beautiful. You've never seen that done ever in pro sports, where as a play, as a, a league, they come together and just shut everything down for. Well, it was a three days, wasn't it? From yeah. Tuesday to Friday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I was, I was, oh, that was beautiful to see. They made a statement. It was showing. It was showing like the higher ups, like just because you guys pay us, don't mean nothing, like. We're, we're human beings at the end of the day. We still have rights. And when we want to express ourselves, we express ourselves. And that was a beautiful way of expressing ourselves. That was amazing. Glad to see that. Yeah, I was happy to see the unity on that. Even though, you know, things got a little it was, it was because of a tragic incident that did not need to happen. No. You not know, and it's you know fucked up. We're still in this situation, and we've. All, I feel like I don't know when it'll end, or if I it ever know. will. But you know, I'm I'm happy to know that they were they were they they were able to. How do I say this? Like uh, express themselves and share their opinion, and um, go ahead and take that boycott, and still not be able to like lose their jobs or anything. You know what I mean? Because I feel yeah. like. Yeah. In certain scenarios, you do that, you might get fired or a fine or something. You know what I mean? So the fact that mm-hmm. they were able to do that and they weren't penalized for it at all, I feel like is amazing and hopefully is a sign that we are, you know, making that next step. Like people say, Adam, Adam Silver is the best commissioner of all sports. Oh, yeah, for sure. Very relatable. Shout out to the NBA. Shout out the NBA for sure. And the NBA's Players Association. And the president, Chris Paul. You saw Docker's speech. 
since we're talking powerful. about it. Powerful, beautiful speech. He said yeah. all the right things. When he, when, the one point that I really like, it, it was like really like, I loved when he said like, I'm watching Republican uh, convention and they're talking about there's no fear, and he's like, what do you guys mean fear? Like, you guys might not have fear, but as as us as as a as a race, we're we're fearful like every day. Like he said, I wonder how many white people, white white dads are talking to their their sons and daughters about what to do if uh they see a cop. Like, because back in like it used to be when you see a cop, you you if you're in danger, you go see a cop. But it's starting to look like 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 some cops make it look like now like you see a cop, you don't know what to do. Like you gotta you your p's and q's. Yeah, you have to be. But I don't think. There's many, there's any need for that for white parents. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To have that talk with their kids. It's just the fucked up where we live in, bro. Like we always say, being black in America. It's exhausting. It is. No lie. Especially with this coronavirus going on. Man, it's crazy. COVID. COVID 19. Ruin yeah, summer twenty twenty. Ruin summer twenty twenty. Any ruin it, just you, you couldn't really do nothing. It didn't crazy. even ruin the summer. It ruined like the whole year. It shut down the whole first half. Yeah. And then, realistically, we should have been shut down for the whole summer. But you know, we got to make our money. Big businesses mm-hmm. needs their paper, and then. They open it up with limitations for the second. It's just BS. 100%. And school is about to start back up. Flu season is about to come back. That's when it's going to hit crazy, man. Flu season is going to be intense. Because people are going to, doctors are going to start using the flu and related to the COVID. That's what's going to happen. 100%. Guaranteed. The numbers keep rocketing, keep skyrocketing. America for COVID-19. Well, I mean, you heard uh, if like a doctor tests you positive for COVID, they get paid or something like that. I did not know that. Yeah. I was, um, I was talking to, uh, one of these guys at the work and he was telling me about how like, there's all these studies that show why like the test, like the numbers just aren't real because like, if you like, let's say you go test for Corona for Mm -hmm. COVID-19, you know, 10 times in one week and nine times you test positive and one time you test negative instead of that counting for like one person with coronavirus and then one person with that lost it, it counts Mm -hmm. for as like nine people testing for the coronavirus positive. That's not accurate at all. You know what I mean? So it's like kind of messed up, you know what I mean? But kind of, yeah. And then he was telling me how if you test positive, doctors are um, getting paid, which is crazy. Like that's just remotely not even fair. Like that's <laughs> just letting you know that, that is crazy. That is crazy. skewing this shit. Right. Doctors getting paid. That'd be that's terrible. If that's yeah. true, that's like insane.
Back, uh, speaking of, um, not speaking of, but, uh, I know you saw Brian Erlacher's tweet, man. Brian Erlacher. Brian if Erlacher. just for, if you didn't, or if anybody listening didn't, this is what he tweeted. Brett Favre played the Monday night football game the day his dad died, threw four touchdowns in the first half, and was a legend for playing in the face of adversity. NBA players boycott the playoffs because a dude reaching for a knife wanted on a felony sexual assault warrant was shot by the police. I, I can't believe you like I can't believe you said that. Bro, CTE is a bitch. Like, there's no, like, I just don't even, this dude is like a legend, you know what I mean? And for him to even come out and say that is, I just think, wildly inappropriate. Even for you to think that. You know what I mean? That's that's your thought. That's something you don't tweet. That's something you just think about when you keep to yourself. You don't really tweet that. Yeah. He should not have tweeted that at all. No, not at all. Not not at all. Should have kept that in the membrane. Like those are two completely different. These are two different, completely scenarios, different uh, situations. You know what I mean? Like one of them is a personal, like one-on-one, like your dad died, your dad passed away, and then you went and decided to play. Right. This really? man was shot in a one-on-seven against cops in front of his kids. Seven, seven eight times in the day. You feel me? Like, there's, what do you mean? Like, no, this is not fair. This is not okay. Like, I just don't understand how he thinks it's okay for him to say that. It's not okay. Or even, for real, for him to even think that. But, like, the fact that you want to think that is fine because everyone's entitled to their own opinion and we cannot change how people feel or think on situations. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. But yeah, man, like for real, like that's how you feel. I can't believe that's how, that's, that's, that's crazy that he feels that way. Like that is insane. To hear Brian Erlacher's, that's his thought. He's like, that's how he feels about the situation. That is amazing. It's crazy. What, what, what else would he not like? That just opens up a whole new door now. Like, yeah, did he like? Did he like? Did he like any of the other teammates that didn't look like him? Great question. Or did he put on the front? Or did he put on the front because he, he he wanted to win? It's a great question. These are answers we need to know. We'll never know. Hundred percent. We'll never know. <clears throat> never know these answers that we need to know. Very important. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't get it, man. I just don't understand how people can be so insensitive at a time like this. You know, when everybody's to come exactly together. coming together, being one. One unit, not black or white, like as a one unit, one country. We should be all together. It should be us first then. I just didn't know he was that. If I'm being honest with you, like that's just what it comes down to. And I guess it just hurts to know because you just automatically assume, you know, you're in that situation. There's probably, you know, I don't know how many African-American players he played with. I don't know if he's, I I don't want to call him the R word or anything. You know what I mean? Like racist, but 
Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. you just assume that's not how it is when you have to play with a bunch of African Americans, but I guess. Psych. Wild. That is wild, my guy. Yeah. On a lighter tip, you see my boy Earl Thomas did, man? <laughs> Earl Thomas, yeah. I saw Earl did, man. Earl's hilarious, man. So, so for what you, if any of you guys who don't know the whole Earl Thomas situation, he was at practice. He plays. He used to. He played safety for the Baltimore Ravens. He was on a what? What was the contract? Um, I believe it was a four-year deal. Four-year deal. He's getting a bag. Got. He just got this bag like less than a year ago. He played good last year. So there. He's been balling like all like training camp. He's been doing good. And then this one particular day, it was on a Friday. He's at safety. Uh, Lamar steps back, throws it. The uh, the other was it the other safety or the, the, the other safety, Chuck Clark. The other safety, Chuck Clark, was out of position, and the dude caught it for a touchdown. And Earl just snaps, click unclicks the helmet, runs up to dude or runs up to Chuck, all in his face, arguing at him. Then they start fighting. They had to break it up. They told Earl, go home. Don't come to practice tomorrow. And that's when speculation started happening. Like, are they going to release or trade Thomas? And everybody was waiting. And then they pulled the trigger. That man got released. So his contract got void, so they saved money, which they were trying to do. So he saved money and releasing him, but now Earl is, is out of a job. But he's wild for that. Bro, he's hilarious. He's absolutely yeah. hilarious, man. Because I was... Re- uh, I guess there were like reports that came out about how he would just like blitz unexpectedly, leave gaps mm-hmm. open, just doing whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted, like... What? Earl? Just out here being Earl making plays. He in Baltimore doing it. He thought he was in Seattle. Yeah. I mean, they have not as good of a secondary, but it's still solid. Yeah. Crazy. So with him being released, where do you think he's going to get picked up? Or who's going to pick him up? Uh, Sure. I was thinking Dallas for a while, but I don't know why. I feel like he might be going to Houston. Houston, huh? Yeah, I don't think Dallas is going to have the money he wants. But they just released how Clinton did for 1.5. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I'm not – I don't know. I don't know. I'm just – I don't know if they're going to have enough money because you're still going to have to. I mean, unless you sign into a one year deal, you're still going to have to sign Dak. Mm-hmm. Um, in a couple years, you're going to have to re sign CD. No, you're going to have to CD, FCD. You're going to have to re sign CD. Tyron Smith is in year 10. 
I signed Cooper this year first. So. Cooper just signed six year, hundred million dollar contract. Oh, he yeah. did. Or five year, hundred million dollar contract because it's twenty million a year. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. You can, there's gonna be a lot of money to go around. You're gonna have to sign uh, the Wolf Hunter, Leighton Vander. Yeah, players they got a key. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure. We'll see, but. I like his chances. I think he'll probably get picked up rather soon. He's a solid safety. And who, he is a solid safety. And another exciting news in the NFL. My man, Josh Flash Gordon, got re-picked up by the Seattle Seahawks. Hell yeah. Flash is back in the league. Flash is back. For you guys who don't know who Josh Gordon is, Josh Gordon was in the supplemental draft. He got drafted by the Cleveland, my Cleveland Browns. We picked him up. Rookie season balled out. He put up like, he put up great numbers as a rookie in 2013. Man was balling. And then the following year, that is when the troubling happened for my man, Josh. He was suspended almost the year, every year since that year for breaking the league, the league protocol policy for for drugs. Man likes to dabble Smoking in the weed. The gr- smoking the weed, the Green Goblin. But now, NFL has taken that out of their uh, policies. So he's back in the league. So I think he's clean now. Like, I think he's, just, he's, in, he's in a great space in his life right now. He's actually fine, locked in, mature. He's ready to actually... Get his his career going, so I think he's in a good spot. I think Seattle's a great, a great place for him. I I think he's going to be solid. I think he, he she's going to he knows the playbook now. He's in a position where mm-hmm. he can just go out there, do his job. He's not going to be uh, the number one guy. He's not even going to be the number right. two guy. So now he's just going to be getting probably slot corners or walk down safeties. You could take advantage of because of the size, like. I think Josh Gordon is going to be – it's a great position for him, you know. It's going to be him, Tyler, Lockett, and um, uh, DK Metcalf. It's, that's a solid wide receiver court. That is solid. That is. That's three hitters. That's what you need for Russell, who I drafted in my fantasy team last night. Uh, we got the good guys, Jeff, coming up soon. We do. Next couple of days. How are you feeling about it this year? Mm-hmm. I'm feeling pretty good. Just gotta. I'm I'm pretty upset that I didn't make playoffs, but I wasn't. I didn't have a really that bad record. So like now I'm picking in the who'd middle. Who drew? Who drew? Um, for for the viewers that don't know about our fantasy, about our uh, our fan, fantasy football league, who uh, beat you to go into the playoffs? You know, I don't remember. You know, I remember. Oh, I know you remember. I remember who took your spot in the playoffs. And that guy was a bad man. Boy, was he a bad man. First of all, Steve, your little group chat uh, um, press conferences after each week was hilarious. And the fact that you were literally... They're they're continuing. They're continuing. Oh, they they have to. They have to after each week. And the fact that you were going to tank, you were talking about tanking at one point. Train everybody away besides McCaffrey, everything. And then you end up taking my spot in the playoffs. I was hurt. Hurt. Hey, what happened in the playoffs? 
for the people that don't that, that don't know how I did in the playoffs. You caught a you caught a round one upset. And where and what happened? You lost in the championship. Yeah. Big D ran. Organiz- Toledo Mud Made organization. We uh, had a hell of a season. We had a great off season. We've uh, scouted our players. We're, we're ready for the draft. We know who we want. We've been in contact. You know with who we players. want. Okay. We've been in contact with our players. Head coaching staff. They're excited to get back in there. We're following uh, the CDC uh, protocol. Each guy that we draft, once they get drafted, the next day or two, they're going to uh, come to headquarters, get a COVID, get a test, <laughs> get, the cotton, get, the, get the cotton swab, <laughs> the mouth. Um, they're going to get that and then get their uh, helmets fitted, get the playbook. Get the playbook. Gonna, uh, get the playbook. We're going to talk about it, talk about everything, you know, what we expect for our guys. What's it? What's it like being a mud made mud made player? What's it like in the community? What, what, what we see you as being in this community, and then uh, get a little get a little shell practice in. You know, if you guys don't know shell practice, that's a shoulder pads, some shorts, and, that, and a helmet. Okay, get them right. Get, acc- get them get, right. Get our get our acclimated. Then you know you know do a team dinner, but social distancing, six feet apart. You know, with masks. For you guys, you know, we follow the CDC. Gotta listen to the rules. You know, make sure that was the rules. So make sure we're just bonding, you know, getting to know each other. Because, you know, season's happening really fast. We just want to be prepared. Hey, week one. So take one starts Thursday. That's what I'm saying. So it's a fast week. It's a fast, it's a quick week. We, we honestly might do, a, we might do a little boot camp. Once everybody gets drafted, go to headquarters, meet you in a hotel. Everybody's in the hotel. You're bonding, having team dinners, team activities. We got we to gotta get our nucleus clicking immediately. Because the first game is uh is on Thursday, which is Deshaun Watson versus the defending champs. It's going to be a light-up track meet of a game. And I did draft Deshaun, too. So. You went D-Watt? Yeah, I got Russell, D-Watt. You have uh, Russell and D-Watt. Yes. Okay. You know, you gotta have a, a pair. I respect it. Seems. I respect it. Seems solid. Where do you think Clowney goes on the verge? Defensive free agents. I'm hearing my reports are telling my sources. They're telling me it's either Tennessee Titans or New Orleans Saints. Man, I just wish he would go to New England. That's where he needs to go, honestly. It'll be perfect. Great system. He can go right in, ball out. He can do it. That would be scary hours. As a Colts fan, I would cry, but as a football fan, I would love to see that. Truly, truly. What? How are your Colts in this? Bro, winning the AFC South. Jacksonville is folding. Literally folding. Traded away everybody. They let us know. They let the whole world know. Hey, we tried it. Playing Gabbert wasn't it. We're going back to rebuild mode. Seeing a little bit. Cool. I'm not worried about the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> not at all. They can have the little six. Because you know six or seven because they're doing the two wild cards teams this year. It's seven teams make the playoffs. So, right. whatever. And then Houston is like the definition of injury prone. So, all you got to do is just 
stay hot while they're hot. And then once they flame out because everyone's injured, because, you know, there's a whole track meet down there. We just keep winning. There's a whole track. We stay healthy. There's no reason we don't win this out. Smooth. I'm talking like 11 and 5, 11 and 5, 12 and 4 record straight up out to South. Who's going to be your uh, breakout player this year? First of all, the kid we just drafted out of USC, Michael Pittman's son, Michael Pittman Jr., I think is going to be solid, boy. What's he, he's a what's wide he play receiver. Guys? I know he's a receiver. What's he playing? Slot or is he playing X? Oh, he's uh, outside. Like X. Outside? Yeah. He's about to be solid. I'm trying to tell you. I because His only problem is he came out in such a wide receiver heavy class. Right. You know what I mean? So he didn't really he get fell. as much attention. I mean, we took him in the second round. He's supposed to be. He's a first round pick. He's a first round, first round talent receiver. He, I'll take him in the second because <laughs> he's solid. Him, Paris, and T.Y. is a good combination. And don't forget about my boy, Zach Pascal. He's solid. And we got a young bull from um, Wisconsin. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, the running back. Oh, y'all did. Y'all did get him, and I heard he got yoked. Bro, moves. He running through people. I heard, I heard he got, like, ready for the league. Our only problem is going to be Phil Rivers is just old, so I don't know how. I don't know what he's going to have left, but if he just brings that intensity, keep the routes to, you know, the 10, 15 yards, 20, 25 is probably pushing it. And let's just go win a fucking chip. You guys are playing Jacksonville week one? Dub. That is a dub. And we're coming to the... They they play the Browns week five. And Cleveland's lucky Corona hit because I was pulling up in the freaking robe, in the uh, Colts robe, the Colts hoodie, the Colts sweatpants, the socks, the hat. I might have painted my face. I was talking hella shit to every Browns fan I saw because we were winning the game. And we picked up Xavier Rose on defense. I'm not hearing it. So you're trying to, you're trying to be on ESPN. Though. I wasn't even trying to be on ESPN. I was just trying to let every Browns fan know, hey, y'all just lost. Y'all still suck. We won. You feel me? Sure. Just, just on some foreshadowing shit. We don't suck. Any? We'll see. What do you think about the Browns? Where do you got them? We're gonna have a. I think we're gonna have a good season. You know, our, our division is pretty tough. People don't really give our division the AFC, AFC, uh, AFC South, AFC North. I'm sorry, they don't give us any credit. It's a tough division. Oh yeah, we got, we got Baltimore Ravens, MVP Lamar Jackson and his cast, and then we got. Returning back from injury, Big Ben. Reports come out of uh, Pittsburgh saying Ben's looking great, arms looking good. That's scary to hear, scary to see. It's a Browns fan, not gonna lie. And then we got my Browns, Baker. Baker's year, contract year. Is he gonna solidify himself as our franchise quarterback, or is he just gonna be another quarterback added to the list in Cleveland to be a quarterback in the Cleveland Browns? Just the reports out of reports out of Cleveland are hearing that uh, Baker's locked in. He looks good. 
footwork looks good. So, but you know, that's training camp talk for everybody. So we'll see when the we'll see come this week when the play when the play starts. Yeah, no preseason. I mean, Odell's. I'm here. Odell's looking athletic again. Like he's looking like his old self. So I'm excited for that. I just see some clips in practice. And he back. He ain't injured no more. He back to being Odell. It was a one, it was a bomb Baker stop drop drop back in the pocket threw it deep Odell covered by two DBs caught that joint got up yelled I'm like all right that's that's the Odell I know first of all that should have been the New York Odell it wasn't it was a car hundred percent you know what I'm talking about seen uh, I've it. seen it oh yeah come on now bro it's been on it's been on Twitter for what two weeks every single day somebody retweets that on my Twitter timeline from one of these Cleveland Browns fans. Every day, somebody I've seen that. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I've seen this thing so many times. I'm starting to hate it. I'm starting to think that's like all they do in practice. It's just like, I thought like they just kept running that play over and over. So did I. I was like, man, they just, are they Nick, practicing this or something? Nick Chubb looked good. Looking like a, a top five back in the league. Speaking of Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb could have a new running mate soon. Oh, what are you? What are you? What are you, what are you hearing? I'm not hearing anything. What I'm, what I'm thinking, what I'm liking, what could be fun as a fan. The Saints are trying to trade Alvin Kamara. Apparently, this is this is this yeah. is what the latest thing Adam Schefter tweeted or reported, and Ian Rappaport. They're trying to two Kyle two highly credible sources. They're trying to move Alvin Kamara because they just, I don't think they got enough money for him. Yeah, he wants the, he wants his money, which he 100%. deserves. Pay that 100%. brother. Pay that brother. Got to pay him. You move him to Cleveland. You move him, package him for, for Kareem Hunt okay, and Njoku. Get rid of Kareem. But Njoku said he wants to stay now. Bro. Njoku can't catch. No one here. Low no key. one here is teaching him how to catch. No one here is teaching him how to. He's catch. got two. <laughs> he's got two of the flashiest, sauciest receivers with four of the nicest hands in the league. Pause. And nobody is teaching this man how to catch. You know, mean, and, and that's my thing right there. First of all, if I'm on a team and I play with Odell and Jarvis and I'm a tight end who can't catch, you know what I'm doing? Yo, Odell, Jarvis, what you have to do after practice? I'm hitting the jug with them every oh, time. Oh, the whatever they're doing in practice, after practice, because I know they're working out, working on their hands. Come on now. He's got to, it's just not a good fit. Sometimes. What? Maybe Pro it talent Maybe it just doesn't work certain places, and then you move and you blow up. You can say that. This is very true, though. You know what I mean? Like, look at look at Steve saying? Young. Look at Brett Favre. Brett Favre was sitting on the bench in Atlanta. Got traded to Green Bay and was like a twenty-year starter. Literally. Steve Young was fumble rooski and all over Tampa Bay. His rookie year. 
got traded to mm-hmm. uh, uh, San Fran to the bowl. Got that? Got that shit. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes it just doesn't work. You just got to go somewhere else. And New Orleans trying to move him. Jared Cook's getting old. You don't really have to sign Kareem Hunt for that much money. You can bring him down there. Now him and Latavius Murray are really doing that two, uh, that one-two punch. Hey, right. it could be interesting. That's all I'm saying. That really could. That'd be a good trade, actually. Bacon now as a Browns fan. Now you got Kamara and Chubb. Chubb's our, our hard bag, and then Kamara could be our shifty, quick one. Like, if we need third down, we're giving it to Nick Chubb. But if we want some, like, flashy, extended yards after the tackle, we can give it to both Kamara or Nick Chubb. 100%. And then we got a tight end. We got a Hooper. And then we got our new uh, rookie we just got, Bryant, and our tight ends. Yeah. True. That's true. That's what I'm saying. I, I kind of like that trade. Kind of want to do that trade in Madden. <laughs> Try it out. Through. See if that will go through. Man. But that's all I'm saying, man. They're gonna move them. I can see it. I can see him coming here. You can see it coming to land. Yeah. Coming to the beat. Coming to the beat. Coming to the beat, bro. Great place. Great. Still speaking on the NFL. I know you heard about big news, and I feel like we probably should have led with this, but a congratulations to Jason Wright being mm-hmm. the first um, African American. Uh, what is he? Head team of operations, right? Uh, or executive football yeah, operations over at, for the Washington yeah. football team. No name to date. Yes, which. No name to Soon to, soon to be yeah, determined. That's what he said, actually, in interviews. I'm liking it. I'm like, I'm huge step for the culture, huge step for the. For Afri- I just for black people, you know what I mean? Like, he's the first one ever. Get one in. Now all we need is one at the owner's table. We're all right. We're making moves. We're That's making moves. Moves. That's the gateway. That's the gateway right there. For other executives to get in to be president. Yeah. We'll see. It's coming soon. What you got on uh, Big Ten starting? Over, under, yes or no? Thanksgiving? Besides Thanksgiving, I'm not watching. You're not watching it. I'm not watching. It. I might watch one or two games, but I'm not gonna be excited watching the games. Why? It's not because Justin Fields is not gonna play. It's not our whole team. I don't know why they didn't just go. Everybody plays their conference, just like the SEC and the ACC are doing. Like just that's what they're doing. That's, I know the SEC is. They're only playing in their conference. Like their schedule came out a while ago, I think, or like last two weeks ago. But that's the crazy thing about the Big Ten. You remember they dropped this schedule for the season for the Big Ten. We were all we were getting all excited. We were all hyped. Like oh shit! Like 
They moved the Michigan game uh, the Michigan game a week up. Really hard. No, that was like a month up because they normally play um, the, the Michigan Big Ten game. Michigan Big Ohio State game is normally uh, around Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. They moved that up yeah. to like October twenty fourth. There was like three games after that game. They moved that up like a whole month. They were playing before Halloween. Yeah, so they moved it up. We were, all right, we got to adjust to that. So we adjusted. We're getting excited. And then freaking Kevin Warren comes out and announces the Big Ten season is canceled. I'm like, what? No way. How are you going to drop this? How are you going to drop the schedule a week prior? We're all getting excited. And then you cancel the next week. That makes no sense. Still to this day. And he says to the medical professional, but still, come on. I mean, I get their college students. They shouldn't play. But the ACC's playing. The ACC, SEC, they're both playing. Trevor Lawrence, I feel like, said it great when he said, all these kids are going to do is go home and be more susceptible to being in bigger parties and bigger uh, groups of people because they'll be in their home communities than if you're monitoring them at school Getting while they're playing football and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Which makes a lot right. of sense. He said, like, he said, football is just, for some kids is their safe haven. Like they 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 love playing football. They feel safe at school. They have a routine. Like they they like it. It's fucked up, man. It is. I don't know. I will see it. I I mean, if if it comes out, I just want to know how they're going to do the playoffs and if they're going to push back the NFL draft. If they push it for the NFL draft, I, that's when I see Justin Fields playing. If they push it back, I see it. If they do not push it back, I do not see well, it. Well, I just I, I don't know how you can, you know what I mean, just because you have to get them in for OTAs and training camp and stuff like that. But, I mean, even if you pushed it back till, you know, let's say like June 1st and then you had OTAs, like realistically you could do OTAs like the week later just because the draft is only going to go three days and four days max. You can fly those people, mm-hmm. you know, to where they got to be. But I don't know. I hope they push it back because I do want to see everybody play. Right. I want to see Ohio State's real team because they were they're about to be like vengeance. They're about to kill everybody. Yeah. It was OV. And our hater, Mister Daryl Render, but Ohio State don't play nobody. Don't play nobody every year, Steve. <laughs> EBC. Every time. Every time. Yeah. What do you, what do you like to play? The Big Ten. That's who. Right. The whole conference is, 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 speaks for itself. It's messed up, man. It's messed up. It is. Who do you got winning tonight? The Lakers. Not even a question. And who do you got winning in the... East game. Who is it? Uh, Miami and... It's... Uh, Miami. Miami and the Bucks. Yeah, right? That's game three today, right? Go- yeah. Yeah, that's game three. I'm going with the uh, Heat. Yeah. I got Miami and LA, too. Brown's Brown, well-rested. AD's well-rested. Jay Williams just talked smack about him the, yesterday. Literally yesterday. You better come out with a vengeance. Yeah, that's going crazy. I'm about to be 
bro, I'm gonna come stupid. And I ain't seen Lakers play in a while. I miss playing. I miss seeing some AD LeBron oops. So this is gonna come out probably tomorrow morning. Who do you? What's what's the score? You got scores for me. You got you got you got right. stat lines. You got bold predictions. Stat lines. I can I can use stat lines. I'm pretty good at stat lines. All right. Who you? What you got for me? For Bron, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna write this down. Uh, twenty. I'm gonna say between twenty three or twenty seven points. Okay. He's gonna have eleven boards, eleven rebounds. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have at least twelve assists. So you think Bron goes for a trip dub tonight? Yeah. Okay. For sure. He's in. The, he's in that mentality. He's gonna average triple doubles in the playoffs. I've been watching it. He averaged triple doubles. He can do it again. He gonna do it. Hmm. And they're playing small ball Houston. Come on now. So. I'm not really. He might have some, he, I'm not really good at this, but I'm telling you right now, I got Bron going for 45 and 15, 15 boards. 45 and 15, maybe like eight assists. Eight assists. Yeah. That's alright. You talking like that? I think he's on go mode, talking about like who's in the paint. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> John Harbaugh used to be saying with the 49ers, who's got it better than us? Nobody. <laughs> As a Bron, PJ Bron's looking at the Bron's at half court, just crossing over, dribbling the ball, looking at the paint, like who's down there? Oh, nobody. Gotta go. See ya. Right. To the rim. Right away. And I got AD gonna have uh, AD. AD's gonna have thirty-five or forty. He gonna have third twelve rebounds. And he's gonna have eight assists. Okay. Okay. That's an eighty like you, know. you got them beating Houston by how many? We're gonna beat Houston at least by like ten, at least ten points. Ten points. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Shit, it might be more. It might be more, but Houston just played. Lakers got a little rest on them. That's what I'm saying. You are tripping, bro. Like I feel like you're being hella disrespectful. Yeah. Hella disrespectful. Like LA about to beat these motherfuckers by like thirty, bro. I get it, Russ and. James or MVPs and triple doubles and all that shit, but we're talking about LeBron James, and I don't even like him like that. Like he ain't even like. But come on, bro, LeBron against Houston in the playoffs. All right. In the all playoffs right. be, with no no big man. It's gonna be a thirty ball, bro. He's going stupid. That whole team is going stupid. The white might have like twenty boards. It's gonna be just how the Clip- the Clippers and uh, the Nuggets game was last night. It's gonna be fun for like a little bit, and then it's about to get out of hand. That third quarter is going That's- to be 
a smoke show. No, it's like, gonna be the second. The Lakers. The second is gonna be like a, a good lead, and then third, like you said, it's gonna be a clip show. Yeah. They're gonna be shoot, shooting shooting all in threes. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a lights show, baby. <laughs> and then I got Milwaukee beating. Uh, I mean, I got Miami beating Milwaukee on a game winner. Game I think I hope. think young hero, Calipari's kid. He's been having a rough. Uh, he's been having a, a rough. Not a rough series, but like I don't know. A decent We're series. watching two different series because I'm watching him go to work. No, I'm, I'm watching okay. him go to work. He's putting in. No, he's like he's, he's not. He's, he's not putting in. He's not going for a thirty or nothing like Jimmy was. Or no, he's Rogers, having a, but, a smooth fit. A smooth fifteen. Bro, his fifteen though is coming. Yeah, he getting his, but I'm just. Calipari's kid, Drogic is getting his, uh, getting his with like ease. smooth lefty, smooth. When you look lefty. at him, you look up, you look at that, he'll be having like twenty. I'm like, damn. Yeah, where'd that come from? Again, he had. This is what I'm saying. He be having them silent games, and then like the fourth quarter, he be just turning up. I'm like, Drogic really in his bag right now. Yeah, that shit crazy. I don't know, man. I also I got Jimmy going for twenty. Twenty ball. Twenty. Some light, some right. Jimmy gonna Jimmy had twenty two. Twenty four actually. Twenty four. You got Jimmy with twenty five. Yeah, because Jimmy had like what, eight or twelve last year? Uh I think he had twelve he had, after the free throws. Yeah, he had a rough shoot night. So he's gonna bounce back tonight. He could pay for this. He he ready. You trying to get to the Eastern Conference Finals? To the Finals! If the Heat played the Lakers in the Finals, that'd be interesting. That would be interesting. I don't know who guards it. I don't know who's going to handle AD, but I like oh, I like yeah. Bam's oh, chances. Yeah. He's going to be all right. You like Bam's chances? I mean, not to like stop AD, but I feel like he's quick enough to stay with him a little bit. He might not be tall enough or solid enough, but... He gonna give him props. Hundred percent. Man, man. Uh huh. Like hour twenty. I think it's good, man. We, we we got to a lot. Uh, we went through the whole pre-production list. We did hundred percent, and then we added some more. Hey, gotta be the new vibe. I'm liking it. It's organic. It's organic. It just, it just came naturally. Let it out. Let it out. Organic. Let it out. Organified. All right, man. Uh, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm Steven. I'm Brandon. This is it the Good Guy Podcast? Episode six. Thank you for listening. We hope you uh, liked what we talked about today. And if you didn't like it, you, want to find you don't us, care. You're still going to listen to you're it. St- if you want to find our podcast, <laughs> you No, no, continue. no. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you want to find our podcast, look us up on Spotify. And uh, listen. You got good stuff to talk about. And I'm trying to tell you, we love you. We love everybody. We love, we love you all. And... I'll build children. All of them.
All right, Brody. I'm going to catch you. All right, my guy. Be safe out there.